Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my podcast and signature coaching program, I teach women just like you how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. If you like this podcast, you're going to love my coaching program. If you would like to learn more about it, including the investment, see what's included, and get real client testimonials, please head over to irresistibleicing.com slash course. That link is also in the show notes. Welcome back to episode 179 of the Irresistible You podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about losing weight and time and the concept of, I don't have time to lose weight right now. And we're going to break that down. We're going to talk all about it and cut through some of the excuses that we say and all of that good stuff. So we all know that one of the most common excuses that we use when it comes to losing weight is I don't have time to lose weight right now. All right. How many times have y'all said that? We all have said it. We all do it. And the secret that I'm going to let y'all in on today is that losing weight, it doesn't take extra time. In fact, it doesn't take any more time to lose weight than it does to stay where you are today. Here's what weight loss actually takes. It takes a series of decisions. It doesn't take time. It takes decisions. And it requires you being able to give up the fat girl identity in order to then become the irresistible you version of yourself. It requires you to change the way you think and feel about yourself. It requires you to change what you think weight loss even means. Because we got a lot of, a lot of rule breaking and a lot of work to do around that. I just want you guys to hear this. And I know you've probably heard this in other ways or other places, but it's, it's worth mentioning is that you are always one decision away from changing your life. Think about this. It takes the same amount of time to decide to eat a cheeseburger as it does to eat a salad. And I would actually argue, that's on a very basic level, right? I would actually argue that it takes less time to make better choices because those better choices are not going to also come with all the inner fat bitch chatter and all the added guilt and shame that we put ourselves through, right? So very simplistically, weight loss is just about a series of decisions that you make over time. Okay, it's like building a snowball. It's like they snowball over time. These teeny, teeny, teeny little decisions that you make and you make lots of them throughout the day, lots of them throughout the week. So over the days, over the weeks, over the months, 
that's where weight loss comes. Weight loss does not require extra time. All right. So what I want to do today in this episode is I want to help you break down your BS stories around why you think weight loss takes too much time. Okay. So one of the very like first things we have to do is we have to think about why we have this story in our brain about, well, I just don't have time to lose weight. When things slow down, you know, when things slow down, then I'm going to get back on my weight loss game. When, you know, things aren't as crazy and things aren't as hectic, then I'll get back to it. And one of the first things I want you to think about and ask yourself is why do I think that weight loss takes too much time? And I really want you to journal this out and to really think about your answer and to write it down because we have to first understand what we're believing about it in order to make some changes, okay? And all of you, myself included, we all have created a bullshit story about why it's time consuming. And I will tell you, a lot of times, I know for me this was the truth, is that that story about weight loss being too time-consuming right now was based on how I had tried to lose weight in the past. And so when you think about how you tried to lose weight in the past, you have to change that story. So let's, let's think about that. Like, where did this come from? We built that story about why it's time-consuming because it was <laughs> when you were doing, you know, traditional bullshit, yo-yo diet, fad diets, they were time consuming because it required like, you know, the, we, we talk about this all the time, like the whole ritual of like having to throw away all the good stuff in the house and having to go to all the last meals. And, you know, I'm going on the, I remember doing the six week diet, <clears throat> going on the six week diet and it was this dumb, like, infomercial. I remember doing it. It was ridiculous, right? This was, like, probably 15 years ago or something. And you bought this program. It was super expensive. And based on your body type, it was, like, A, B, C, D, or E or something. And then you had to – I think I was having to make, like, between, like, 8 to 10 snacks and meals a day that were only from, like – certain food groups. And then I remember my husband started doing it and he was eating something totally different. And when we diet in that traditional fad, yo-yo bullshit stuff, yeah, it is time consuming because you have to think about, oh my God, I can't eat here. Oh my God, I can't have these food groups. Oh my God, somebody invited me to go to dinner and I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat that. And when you start to make a switch from that disordered dieting mentality to I'm going to like learn how to eat. I'm going to learn how to lose weight. I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to learn how to do this so that I never have to do it again. And in that process, I learn how to eat and how to deal with food. That's the shift we have to make. But the reason we come up with it takes too long, it's time consuming. I just don't have to, girl, I just don't have time to go there right now. I got too much on my plate. No pun intended. 
is because the way we've always done it in the past. And also thinking I have to go zero to a hundred. I have to, you know, do the P90X, did that too, had all the, the infomercial for that, ordered that, <laughs> um, had to do like the P90X crazy intensive, go to the gym seven days a week stuff. And that's just not, the, that's just not the case. Okay, so we have to be willing to change that story that we have created in our in ourselves. And I want to just talk about some of the reasons why you've built that story. Okay, so let's get into this a little bit. So the reasons why you have built the story that I don't have time to lose weight. It's too time consuming. Number one, you need an easy out with permission to quit. You need an easy out with permission to quit because you are so terrified to declare that you're starting a weight loss journey because as soon as you tell yourself that, the first thought is, oh my God, what if I don't do it? I'm going to fail again, okay? And that's also, so there's so many layers to this, you guys. That's why we always talk about breaking the rules because we have to get underneath all of these beliefs that you have because when you want to have that easy out because you're terrified to fail, it's also because you have equated, you know, having drinks out one night or an unplanned evening or having a cupcake in the bathtub because, you you know, you something happened. You equate that one time or that falling off track for a few days, or even a week, or even weeks, you equate that as failure. And it's not failure. You will not start a weight loss journey without having setbacks. You will overeat. You will emotionally eat. You will regress back to old habits. The difference becomes between thinking it's a fail and thinking that this is just part of the journey is that when those things happen, you understand why they happened. You give yourself grace because they happened. You don't beat yourself up. You don't engage with the inner fat bitch and you move on with your life. Where you think it's a failure is when you go, oh shit, this will never work. Here I go again. Can't do it. And then you're starting back through the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle and saying, well, F it, I'm just going to go binge. And then you're going to get so sick of doing that and the clothes are going to get tight. You're going to make that whole declaration again, throw the shit out the house, go buy the six-week diet infomercial and start over again. You will mess up. You will overeat. But you cannot look at those things as failures. You have to look at those things from, why did this happen? Why am I doing this right now? Oh, okay. Now I, like, doing the thought work to figure it out, looking at it as not a failure, but as an opportunity to learn your patterns so that you can change them. Because if you keep having these things happen and just saying, oh, I can't do it, I failed, well, then you never give yourself the opportunity to make a difference, to make a change. So telling yourself you don't have time is a great way to give yourself permission that it's okay to quit. It's okay to quit. You're too busy. You're so special. You're so busy, right? We all think we're the only ones that are busy. We all think we're special because we have 
oh my God, well, what, you know, we get into competition about who's got it worse. That's ridiculous. That, that's just ridiculous. So it becomes an easy excuse to blame those circumstances and the people around you, the people that you have to help, the people that you have to take care of for the reasons why you are not willing to change how you make decisions for yourself. Because remember what I said, it's not about time. It's about a series of decisions. So when it gets hard or when you don't do it perfectly, you can just blame your circumstances. You can blame what's happening in the world around you. Well, this just isn't the right time, you know, got this going on, got that going on. You know, I have found myself in that same trap. Well, I got a busy two-year-old, got a daughter with type one diabetes, got a business to run. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to take. And what you're really saying is I don't have time to prioritize me. I don't have time to think about myself and make myself feel important. I don't have time for self-care. I don't have time. I don't matter. That's what you're really saying when you do that. So another reason is that we, this is really, y'all, y'all know this. Um, Chronic yo-yo dieters, emotional eaters, where are you at? We are all or nothing perfectionist. (laughs) I mean, we are it all or nothing. It's that mentality, I'm gonna go zero to 100 when you can't even maintain going 25 miles an hour for six weeks. I mean, think about it. You can't even maintain that speed, the small stuff, the small changes. You can't even maintain that. And here you are trying to be like, I'm going to go zero to 100. Okay, how's that been working? And that's what's funny is we keep saying, this time I'll do it perfectly. This time is it. This time I'm going to do it perfectly. And then the one time you mess up, you have an overeat, you binge, it's out the window. So that all or nothing perfectionism of saying I have to diet perfectly I got to throw out all the junk food. I got to eat at all my favorite restaurants. Oh, girl, we got to go to Ross and get a pretty planner. <laughs> I mean, we got to get a pretty planner. And then when we get the planner, if we have a day where we got to put an X because we didn't work out or we got to put the bad, the quote unquote bad food in the planner, we, we give up because we, God forbid, our pretty planner could reflect our real choices. Um. I need to buy new cute workout clothes because I can't work out at home. Uh, Y'all have YouTube. We all have YouTube. Even if you don't have a TV, I'm sure you have a phone. We got YouTube. There are thousands of free workouts that we can do from home. We also have streets. We have sidewalks. Walking does not cost a dollar. So we tell ourselves, well, I got to join the gym. I got to shell out all this money for the gym. Um, And how many times have y'all told yourself you're going to start the gym and then you don't go? Because they always make you go in person, right, to sign up. We know why. They're like predators. Um, We sign up for the gym. We don't want to sign up for the gym because then the 20-year-old skinny girl is going to judge us. That's that's the story we tell ourselves. So before I make it to the gym, I'm going to have to lose like 10 pounds and get a cute workout outfit and act like I know what I'm doing. Girl, stop. Um, yeah, 
And then we tell ourselves, well, I got to Google all the, the meal prepping. I got to Google all the recipes on Pinterest and get on TikTok and find recipes. So it's like this all or nothing. And when you start everything I just said, I feel tired just thinking about that. <laughs> like, like I feel, I feel tired and exhausted just thinking of what all of that takes and like being so like tightly wound up that you're so afraid to lose control. Right. So to be very blunt, like ask yourself, I mean, if you're a chronic yo-yo dieter, so how's that working for you? How's that all or nothing perfectionism working for you when it comes to this? Uh, it's not, or you wouldn't be here. So we know there is no such thing as perfect. There is no such thing as doing it perfectly because we're humans, okay? That's what we have to get our head wrapped around when it comes to this. Another reason why we've built that, that story about weight loss is time consuming, how many of you are uh, wearing or former wearers of the busy badge? Do you have a busy, busy as a badge of honor syndrome? <laughs> Like, what does that look like? That is like, oh my God, there's too much going on in my life right now. I got this and I got that and I volunteer here and I do this and I do that. And I just cannot focus on losing weight. You know what? I need to wait until like the world slows down. Okay. I'm gonna call y'all out on your bullshit right now. This is 2023 and 2020. <laughs> y'all already know what I'm about to say. Y'all already know. Y'all already know what I'm about to hit you with. In 2020, the world did slow down. <laughs> little Johnny didn't have to go to baseball. Okay, little Susie didn't have cheerleading. You didn't have to go into the office anymore. Okay, I'm generalizing, obviously. Um, you know, everything was closed. Everything did slow down. And you always told yourself, when I stop running around and having to do stuff for everybody and blah, 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 well, then I'm going to have time to focus on this. Oh, no. Because mm -mm. when the world shut down and COVID had to come around, well, then the fear set in. Uh, I just, I'm just throwing off my schedule. Girl, This I don't even know what to do. Um, I'm so scared. I don't know what's going to happen. It, there's just, I'm just stress eating. Okay. Let it sink in. Please let that sink in for a minute. Those of you who are, who are busy bees, busy bees of honor, think you have a busy badge of honor. There will always, there will always be an excuse as long as you want there to be an excuse. You don't need time. You don't need things to slow down. You need to make better decisions on how you use your time. You need to make better decisions when it comes to what goes in your mouth. There is no such thing as a perfect time. Um, you know, here's what I also tell people too. I am not discounting going through hard things because Lord knows I have been through hard things in the last few years. And when you are going through hard things, okay, you have to make a decision. All right, 
am I going to eat my way through this hard time? Am I going to be okay if I just stay where I'm at and I don't lose, but I don't gain? Or do I want to continue to actively lose weight? And you should do that even, not even just in a hard time, but like in the holiday season. The reason why you lose control or you think you lose control is because you zone out. You stop being present. You go into zombie mode and act like someone has taken over your hand and your mouth. You have to decide in those moments, how do I want to come out on the other side of this? Like when Catalina was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, my son was barely eight months old, I want to say. I mean, he was barely eight months old at the time. He was, he was little. And you already know how hard that is. For those of you that are parents, like you already know how hard it is to have a newborn, an infant, and, and how that just, you know, all the things that come with that. And then now I've got a four-year-old at the time with this chronic medical condition that requires 24-7 attention. That would have been a wonderful time in my past for me to pack the pounds on. It would have been an ideal stress. Like that is the perfect storm of stress for that to have happened. And I did lose a little, but I, I basically stayed the same in those first few months because I was literally, literally in survival mode. And I was okay with that because my number one priority in that moment was keeping my child alive and having to learn how to do all the things that come with, you know, diabetes and uh, insulin. So you have to make a decision. You know, when my grandmother passed away and she was, you know, it was a long time coming. She had cancer, went through the whole thing, you know, that long, you know, it was a long process. And I had to make a decision. And I used working out as my coping skill. I would go visit with her at the nursing home and I would come home and I would get on the treadmill. And the moment the intensity would go up on the treadmill, tears, like it would just come out. And that was such a good feeling to be able to channel it that way versus in the past of like, binge eating to get through a tough time. Okay. But it's, it's a series of decisions. It's not about, I need more time or I don't have the time. It's like, do I want to make this decision right now because of what is competing in my life right now? Do I want to make the decision to actively lose weight when my time is being split between all of these competing priorities, right? So it's not that you don't have time. It's that you're not able to make some of those decisions because of where you are. That you're not able to make the best decisions because your brain is just overwhelmed with other stuff. But do that make those choices 
with an understanding and a commitment and a deal with yourself of like, okay, I know right now I'm not going to make the best choices. I'm aware of that. I am consciously making that decision. I'm not zombie eating. I'm not zombie walking through these decisions. And, you know, when all this kind of calms down, I might be up 10 pounds. Okay. Be okay with that. And then make check-ins with yourself. That's what you have to do. And understanding when you start a weight loss journey, you're going to have lulls. You're going to have times where you're killing it. It's every week. It's like a loss, a loss, a loss, a loss. And then all of a sudden we know the plateau or we just can't get our shit together for weeks. And the other side of this, the other side of this that I would you know, like to say as well is that when you are super busy or you have a lot of things going on in your life, why is this not a good time to focus on how to eat better? Because we go, and it goes back to that perfectionism, like we go around expecting life to be perfect. We go around expecting, I can only lose weight in this like little bubble when my life is perfect and I don't have any competing priorities. And we all just know that's not the case because as soon as one thing happens, there goes the next, right? It's always, it's always gonna be something that you can blame it on. And if you can learn how to navigate through the bullshit, the hard times, like, then you got this in the bag. Like, you got this. Seriously. So, think about that, right? We have to stop just, I'm too busy, I'm too busy, I'm too busy, I'm too busy, okay? So, either make a deal with yourself about what that time's going to look like or let's learn how to do it when the time is hard. Okay. And every single thing that I have mentioned to you guys from giving yourself an easy out with permission to quit all or nothing perfectionism, busy as a badge of honor. What do you think all of those things are? What do you think? They are all forms of self-sabotage. They are all forms of you self-sabotaging. And so what you don't think about, okay, are all of the ways that you are currently wasting time when it comes to weight and body image. You definitely are wasting time on the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, okay? So I mean, just that in and of itself is like that constant running on and off of that hamster wheel. How much time have you wasted? And yeah, like it's, it's a lot. And also when you think about that, so what goes on inside of that cycle? Well, what goes on is the constant guilt and shame about your size, the constant guilt and shame about what you think it means to be overweight. The constant guilt and shame about what you choose to eat, what you don't choose to eat, right? The constant inner fat bitch chatter is so loud that it dominates your inner voice. It dominates every single decision, every single thought, every single feeling, everything in your life circles back to weight. What 
the stories that you create, the things that you think people think about you when that's not the case, because that's what you think about you. How much time are you wasting battling this inner fat bitch all the time? Arguing with yourself about what to eat. You know, like that, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I was like, you know, it probably actually takes less time to make healthier decisions because you're not then following that up with a side of guilt and shame. So like the time that it takes to make that better decision, it's actually going to be a lot faster because you're, you're going to do it and you're going to move on. Okay. Um, because then how many times do you order the, the, you know, the not so clean item, right? I don't want to say good or bad, but you order the burger, you order the greasy thing, right? The fried stuff. And then you argue with yourself and you go through that guilt and shame cycle all day long. The amount of time that you have wasted obsessively researching the next BS diet, the next bullshit diet, the next fad diet, the amount of time that you have spent watching. And I mean, I don't even know infomercials are still a thing, but like, Googling, watching TV, looking shit up on Instagram and TikTok, going on Pinterest, you know, writing questions in Facebook groups. How much time do you waste researching those things? The next one is like, oh my God, the scroll, I kind of said that, scrolling social media and feeling bad about yourself or talking shit about other people because they're out here doing the thing. They're out here, you know, hitting their goals or, you know, hating on other women and talking shit about other women's bodies because you wish you looked like that. That's a big time waster. Oh, boy. Uh, looking up. Someone invites you goes, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you to the theme park. I'll go with you to the paddle boating, the horseback riding, whatever. Instead of just saying yes, it's like spending the time looking up the weight requirements and then feeling anxious and nervous and like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm like one pound under the weight requirement, oh shit, right? So then it's like, let me find all the excuses as to why I can't make it. Been there, done that, been there, done that. Sitting around, literally, overeating and binge watching a new series. This is always my favorite uh, go-to is when anyone says, well, I just don't have time. I'm too busy. The next question is, well, okay, cool. What's your favorite um, new series? What's your favorite Netflix show? And girl, they will get all excited telling you about their show. They got all the names of the characters, this, da, 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 da. and it's like, okay, let, let's let's come back to reality because if you have some time to binge watch TV and we all binge watch TV, we all do it. If you have time for that, you have time for other priorities in your life. Straight up. How much time are you wasting waiting for the wait? You know, it goes back to all that inner bitch uh, inner fat bitch conversations about, well, I can't do it. I'll never be good enough. I'm too big. I'll wait till I lose some weight. I'm not going to go this year, but I'll definitely go next year. And it's been five years. 
waiting for that perfect time for life to slow down. And we all know there is no perfect time. There is absolutely no perfect time. It's like you either want to do it or you don't. Because you will always, if you want an excuse, you will always find. Your brain will always find an excuse because it's an easy out to say, yep, see, I told you I can't do it. So it's not about time. It boils down to, are you willing to make some different decisions today? Are you willing to think differently? Are you willing to make a decision that you're not used to making? You're not used to doing that. You're not used to saying, okay, well, today I'm going to choose the salad. Today I'm going to choose the, you know, whatever. That's just kind of an easy example to use because everybody understands that. Um, I'm going to choose to not have a second helping. I'm going to decide to do that today. Because what you do, let's say you overate the whole day, okay? And now it's dinner time and you say, okay, I'm going to decide to not go back and get seconds, even though it was really good, but I'm full. And then you, you talk yourself out of that decision because you say, well, I mean, I already overate the entire day. So what difference is that one decision going to make? That's where you get twisted because every single so-called little decision like that over time is how you're going to get the weight off. It's how you're going to build your confidence in yourself to believe that you can do what you say you're going to do. Because that's the other thing. It's not just about weight. It's not just about stepping on a scale. It's not just about the size and the number. The weight loss journey, when done correctly, teaches us how to be confident, how to feel good in our own skin again, not just because we're in a smaller body. It teaches us that we can do hard things. We can do what we say we're going to do because when you start to see results, there is one person that you can think, like you're that one person that makes those changes. So when you see that things are moving, it's like, well, that's because I did that. I made that decision over and over and over again. So weight loss is not just about food, exercise, like the traditional textbook doctor crap. And this is where doctors always get it wrong. And <laughs> uh, it's so much more than that. It's about the emotional journey. It's about the mental journey. And the weight, that emotional, you know, weight that we carry, which includes all of these rules, all of these thoughts, all of these beliefs that we have about ourselves. And so when you can start to work on that, that's when you start to see changes. And those changes come from a series of decisions. And if you can make those kinds of decisions in your life, no matter what else is going on around you, you better believe you're going to start feeling good about yourself mentally, emotionally, and you will get the physical benefits as well. That will come. That will come. And that's how we have to build up our confidence because your confidence is so shattered from running on this, 
yo-yo diet, um, body hate, shame cycle, hamster wheel, because you keep proving to yourself that you're going to give up. You're going to give up. You're going to give up. But what if this time you don't? And what if this time, if you, you know, if you do overeat or you fall off, you don't see it as a failure. You just see it as I needed to make a different decision. That's it. It's about decisions. So that's about it, guys. That's all I really can say about that. I will be back next week for a new episode. If you liked this episode or any episode on the Irresistible You podcast, please head over to Apple Podcast or your podcast player of choice and leave a rating and review. That helps the podcast more than you can know. We will continue this conversation inside of the free Facebook group. That link is in the show notes. You can also find me over on Instagram if you want to connect there. All of those links are in the show notes as well. Until next time, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.